Ooh, it's party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. It is Tuesday, which, as you know, is Monday's hangover. We'll get to some things we didn't get to yesterday. I want to get to this first before we get into the insanity. Who's driving the mothership? I know Kayla's over there. Is George over there? Chris over there? Brandon? Everybody? All the kids are yeah. accounted for? Uh, have you all heard of the name Kirsten Newshafer? Okay. So that's who they should put on the Bud Light can. Yeah, she, listen to this. Uh, I'm reading this, this post. This is a real woman who should be on a real can of beer. She's about to win the Golden Globe race. That's the first woman to do so. To put it in perspective, the Golden Globe is a retro around-the-world solo sailing race on a retro boat no longer than 36 feet. Uh, no GPS, no sat phone, no engine, no radio contact with anyone other than the race officials, no stopping anywhere. It's the most challenging, difficult, and dangerous race in the world of sailing or anything else for that matter. She'll be crossing the finish line almost certainly first place around April 30th in a race that saw almost two-thirds drop out. Um, that's a real woman right there. That's remarkable. And I did a little bit of research because obviously nobody knows who that is, but I did a little research. I think she's South African. And uh, Elon's people. That's pretty impressive. Um, are you guys familiar with uh, Scott Weiner? Gotta love that name, the, right? The, the Congress Scott Weiner is a, is a Democrat. Yeah, uh, the dude with the worst name ever. Is oh, horrible. Is <laughs> horrible. He's a, he's a pedo. That's he's, 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 Scott Weiner is the one who's trying to make it legal to be a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Weiner, he's a rep out of California. And he passed this bill, SB 145, which basically makes it okay. If you look at the true interpretation of it, basically it softens the sex registry. So, so let's say 18 year I mean, theoretically what they try to do, and this is how they change all this shit, is they say, well, if an 18-year-old has a 17-year-old girlfriend and has sex with her, well, technically that's illegal. But does he belong on a sex registry? And that's, that'd be one thing, okay? But in his deal... It's if you look at the nuances of how the bill is written, um, and this has been a minute, <coughs> but they're really, you know, they, they basically say if a person's 10 years younger, by the letter of the law, based on the bill that they that they push through, an 18 year old could have sex with an eight year old. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's very protective of potential pedophiles or actual pedophiles, but uh, sex criminals. And this dude is just absolutely plays the victim card on his twitter i was i just got uh overwhelmed with it this morning looking at all of his crap and this guy really plays he's, he's like this huge advocate for lgbtq and all this kind of stuff which sounds good on the surface right wow you know hey he's a he's a hero he's a champion no 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 this dude this dude's working to make pedophilia legal in california and that's um that's absolutely insane Oh, so what's going on with you guys? Um, tomorrow night, I will be in the woodlands at Dosido. Uh, we're doing the uh, real life, real music, real music, real life, whatever, whatever order that comes in. Uh, radio show. My buddy Kyle Hutton has a great deal. I don't know why he's having me on. I suck compared to all the artists he has on there. But uh, I'll have to censor a little bit for some of my songs um, because he has actual, actual real musicians on there. But uh, he's a good buddy, and, and so anyway, you can come. It's actually a dinner, and then you get the show, and, and so it's like an hour-long deal. We're going to tell stories behind some of the stuff that I've done. I, and I was like digging deep back into, back, in, back into my old days of doing parody songs and stuff. And I was like, yep, can't do that song, can't do that song, because this thing's syndicated in like 40 different markets. So 
it'll be fun if you're in the woodlands area come hang out with us in uh in spring texas and then of course saturday night i'm going to be at a uh, 2920 Roadhouse with uh, Ben and Steve. It's going to be a stripped-down version, acoustic version of the Ragamuffins. So come hang out with us. Um, all right, you told me not to talk about the, the trans stuff. I just can't help myself. I won't. I won't. I'm fighting it off. Fighting it off. You know, I'm obsessed of. I'm obsessed with dudes with you know girls with penises. Um, Real Women's Club. Realwomensclub.com. Disneyland has announced its first ever Pride Night, which, you know, they've always had their Pride Parades. But this is different. Uh, this is the California theme park. This is Disneyland. And, of course, they did this just hours after Ron DeSantis took another shot at them uh, down in Florida. And uh, I, did, you see that, uh, did you see that Ron DeSantis is wanting to build a prison next to Disney World yeah. there in Florida? Which, let me tell you something. Uh, that's exactly where you should build a prison, especially since they charge $240 for a day pass for a three-year-old. They're, they're criminals. Absolutely criminals. So uh, Disneyland after dark, they're going to gay it up. But it's for everybody. It's inclusive. So, you know, I tweeted out this morning, if you want to ride the new uh, Suck the Dalai Lama's Tongue, um, there'll probably be a whole event there for the kids. But, um, Yeah. So they're going to do it, man. They're going to have at it. They're doubling down. You know, the problem is, and this is what I tweeted this morning. You know, the U.N. is already, uh, yeah, there it is. Disneyland having a pride night for the inclusion of all, unless you know how to spell the word night. Because um, they're spelling it N-I-T-E. Yeah. Uh, bring your kids to experience the news. Suck the Dalai Lama tongue ride. <laughs> Just really rolls off the tongue. You know? <laughs> That'll be the new addition to It's a Small World. Yeah. Oh, Dylan Mulvaney's It's a Small World after all. I bet Dylan loves Disneyland. Oh, Let's, don't you know? He's in. A, he strikes me as the adult Disneyland type. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of that, I will I will mention this. We Sarah and I, um, Sarah Gonzalez, went to dinner last night with her family. You know, her and her husband Stephen and the kids and. Sarah hung around for a minute afterwards and we had a drink, talked about some business stuff and, and uh, we called the bartender over. It's a pretty busy hotel bar there where we were at and um, called the bartender over and, and Sarah asked him, said, have you seen a hit on the Bud Light sales? And he just shook his head and goes, dude, he goes, it's unreal. Nobody, literally nobody. So I went this morning, I had to go get fuel for my truck and I had to go by a CVS pharmacy or whatever. And every place I went, I was looking for a Yingling beer, which we'll talk about more later on. Because I, I just was in the mood for a beer. I've been talking about beer so much and I never drink beer. And I do like Yingling. Um, Yingling's got a good beer. And their light beer, which is kind of, kind of their Mick Ultra type, really low cal version, whatever you want to call it, is uh, called Flight. And that's a good beer. But they're, they're American on their, their, their anyway. Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. And Chris, you said you tried to order some in today because great minds think alike. Yeah, so we have a segment that, you, like you said, we're going to talk about it yeah, later. Yeah, we'll get to it. Well, we, we'll get to it. We'll um, get to it. And but, I wanted to get the Yingling beer. They were, came back and said, we have no cans and no bottle. I'm like, well, do you have the light? No. Yeah. I'm like, do you have any Yingling? No. No. And sold this out. Is a... A liquor store. This is not Walmart. This is an actual liquor store. 
And I used to enjoy, you know, you used to have to, there were only certain places in the country where you could get Yingling. And then a couple of years ago, they brought it into Texas. And it is a good beer. I, I like their flight, again, the, the light one. But um, they're out. And, and, you know, Yingling, they kind of took a swipe at Bud Light. We'll talk, again, we'll talk about it later. But um, this thing's sticking, man. I mean, this is sticking. Like I, we, when we played that little patriotic, you know, Clydesdale commercial that they tried to double down with. Um. Yeah, ish. But I, they they did that, and I was tweeted this morning. I said, you know, Bud Light must be hurting. They could only afford one Clydesdale for their stupid video. I mean, normally they got a whole stack of those horses. Can't do it. They can't feed all the horses, and they probably can't reproduce either because all the studs are out of the stable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. So so um, put the pressure on. I, this is. I wish that we could translate what we're seeing in this deal with the corporate world. Cause, and here's where Bud Light is hurting. And, and y'all can push back and say they're not hurting. And, and again, like I said yesterday, they'll probably be okay, Anheuser-Busch. They'll probably be okay. Uh, but they are feeling it. There's no doubt they're feeling it. And the reason they're feeling it is because all these distributors are pissed off at them. And that's where the money comes from. And if the distributors don't want to deal with you, then is what it is. Uh, not good, not good, but um, Disney Pride Month, June, Disneyland After Dark will bring first ever Pride Night for two unforgettable evenings at Disneyland Resort. You know who it'll be unforgettable for? The straight guy that walks in there accidentally. Because <laughs> it's not about, when you go to a deal like that, see, it's not about the fact that they're gay or a sexual preference. It's that everybody has butterfly wings and they're farting glitter. Um it's a separately ticketed event. Um, how many letters have we got now? LGBTQIA+. There's a lot in that plus. Um, the Community and Allies is going to be June 13th and 15th uh, inside the Disneyland Park. It's going to include themed entertainment, Disney characters, one-of-a-kind photo opportunities, special menu items, event merchandise, and more. So basically, it's like going to Disneyland, but gay. Um and it begins with a three-hour pre-party mix-in, which could be interesting. Uh, get your monkeypox vaccine. And then they're going to have a private party run from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I mean, nothing good happens after midnight, but where the guests can ride some popular attractions after regular park hours. I mean, what could happen? Uh, in addition to the special offerings during this event, guests will receive unlimited digital downloads of Disney PhotoPass photos. All right, I want us to stay on this story because I want to get a hold of some of these photos that come out of Disneyland because you know they won't keep this to themselves. They will not keep this to themselves. And uh, I've been to Pride Parades. Uh, they're not for the kids. Trust me when I tell you, they're not. I've, uh, I, I've been in West Hollywood at the Pride Parade. And it ain't for the kids. Uh, some interesting, interesting stuff. There's more than just a fire hose on the fire truck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's different kinds of hoses. So anyways, let's stay tuned to that story because I want to see the pictures that come out. It's going to be exciting, man. Going to be exciting. But, you know, Ron DeSantis, who is, uh, I think, going to be a presidential candidate. Uh, I got my eyes on uh, maybe mid-May for something to happen there. I don't know, just a guess. 
uh, Florida Florida Governor Ron DeSantis expressed support for the movement to boycott Blood, Bud Light. And again, I'm not a boycott person. I, you know, I mean, if anything, I've kind of kind of been craving a Bud Light here lately. You know, I mean, I saw that picture of Ted Lieu and um, um, Adam Schiff and the other crew there with their uh, bottles of Bud, and that boy just just really wanted that. Um, but uh, DeSantis said that companies that engage in such activities will continue to do so if they never face any response. Uh, he said that uh, while a boycott might not work against all companies, a beer company will feel the impact of conservatives' boycott. That's for sure. I mean, that's they really went after their crowd base. Um, you know, the whole Kid Rock, Toby Keith crowd, which is literally 100% of the beer drinkers. Yeah. <clears throat> there, there's just not, not a lot of uh, folks from the other side that, that are just really doing that. But anyway, I, you know, we'll see what happens. I, again, like I said, I'm not a boycott person. I, I, think, I think that kind of deal gets you bitten in the ass in the long run. Um, and I'm not a cancel person, although I do believe that you can correct some guidance and some course correction, you know, by different, just, just determining where you spend your money based on your values. And, uh, boy, I, I have had so many people just pop up recently, you know, in talking about parallel economy and alternatives to the mainstream and people out there who are really doing stuff. Um, I'll talk to you some more about that in the next segment. But um, these are exciting days. I mean, they really are. They're hopeful days. And what I was going to say a little while ago is I really would be it would be great if we could marshal together and put this towards these, quote unquote, elected representatives that are in our state houses and in uh, in in Washington D.C. and really make them feel the pressure not not just over a beer but just over policy because they they absolutely suck. But uh, speaking of parallel economy and folks that do it right, um, I don't know about you, but it takes a lot to shock me these days. I've seen it all, but to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies, is depressing. And I want us to fight back. I do and. Again, it starts with changing the way you spend your money. So mobile companies for years have been dumping millions of dollars into leftist causes, and we had to just take it because there was no other options that existed. Well, as you've heard me say before, now it does. Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda pushed by the left is working hard to destroy this country. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching easy for you, and it's easier than ever right now. Go to patriotmobile.com slash chat or give them a call. Talk to them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. You can get free activation today when you use offer code C-H-A-D. I spell it CHAD. And ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. So patriotmobile.com slash chat, 878-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. buddy 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 what's up people get freaked out when they see me without a hat on you know i'm messing with them dude i got my little from the side angle i got my little monk's ring up here look here a little ball spot gotta get back on that keeps get it growing that's from wearing a hat all those years freaks people out they're like oh my god chad has a oh i like how y'all go to go to that other angle 
Look at that thing. Now you can see it. Look at that. Boom. People say I'm vain, and they're not wrong. <laughs> they're like, look at the forehead on this kid. Yeah, that's wisdom. That is wisdom. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I, we'll see what happens. Let's talk about the yingling thing. So yingling, a lot of people, you know, we put some stuff out there. Blaze put out an article about this. And, and yingling, um, somebody said it's a Chinese beer. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's not. They are the oldest brewery in the United States, actually. Um, and um, when Bud did their deal, I mean, as any good marketing campaign should, Yingling jumped on it. And uh, their tweet got <coughs> more than almost uh, 5 million impressions, despite having only 89,000 followers on their social media account. Call me Yingling. I'll help you. Uh, the... Um, Yingling, the oh, here's what the tweet said. Yingling, the oldest brewery in America, independently owned and family operated since 1829 because we make good beer. <laughs> Says it all. You didn't have to. You didn't have to have a dude in a tub. Uh, you didn't have to give hundred thousand dollars to anybody. Um, it's pretty cool. And uh, speaking of a dude in a tub, you know, on that, on that. Ted Lou tweet where he does the picture of him and was who was it Maggie Haberman and Adam Schiff and then they're holding the Bud Light. Have you got that? Yeah, yeah. And they got they're holding the Bud Lights and they're all holding it strategically. I mean, like, hey, look, we're just having a beer with the you know members of Congress, and they're holding it so you could see the Bud Light deal. And do you think? Oh, look at us. We're going to go out and pose. We're having a drink. I mean, I'd love to have Ted Lou tell me what he thinks of the flavor notes there. I was going to say, do you think the execs of Bud Light were like, great, this is exactly what we need after this. Please have more corrupt yeah. politicians posing with the beer. More cringe. Yeah, please, label out. Please make this more one-sided. I'm surprised they didn't do the kneel again on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> I get down there for nine minutes and say I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- this, uh, yeah, I mean, th- way to make it partisan. I mean, this... Bud Light spends however many millions of dollars to run a Clydesdale down the beach in the New York City s- street, and it's like Ted Lou goes out there and says, "Let's, I got a great idea. Let's pose with some Bud Light bottles," and they're like, "You mother, f-, you know, like, dude, you're killing us." And uh, what did I tweet there, Chris? Read that thing out. <laughs> Instead of the four dorks in the picture, I only had to see Dylan Mul- Dul- Mulvaney's dork. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Yangling, there were a lot of people on social media that uh, they said, uh, you know, a lot of people responded very well to that and uh, pretty cool stuff. So, yeah, real men don't drink Bud Light. That's the deal. So anyway, anyway, that's the world we're living in. That's the tweet right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they had the screen of it up there here a minute ago. I know. I just like showing it. I like showing it like this. I like talking about it like this. There's the tweet. This is how Chris prints it off for me so I could see it. I mean, the uh, there it is. The nice in both pictures right there. That's real TV, baby. It's real time. Uh, okay. Um, the um, the do we have that clip where DeSantis is talking about the boycott? Yeah. Hey, Good. Play it. Let's see it. Bud Light, got to get your take on the boycott. So you just brought up Anheuser-Busch. 
Bud Light's getting why, hit, why, hit as hard as I've ever why seen it. Why do you want to drink Bud Light? I mean, like, honestly, th that's like them rubbing our faces in it. And it's like these companies that do this, if they never have any response, they're just going to keep doing it. So if you as a consumer are like, yeah, they're basically, and, and, and I mean, it's such a fraud with, with what they're doing with that. Like, yeah, they're doing that, but I'm just going to keep drinking it anyways. Well, then they're just going to keep doing it. So I think we have power as consumers to make our voice heard and not on every company because sometimes conservative uh, consumers aren't going to make a dent in some companies. This one is one, if you don't have conservative beer drinkers, you're going to feel that. And yeah. so, you know, I think it's a righteous, um, I think it's a righteous thing. Yeah. Ron DeSantis kind of talks like he's lighting the loafers too, though. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a little light. He's not the Donald. No, he's no. not. He's, he's, he's a little, little effeminate. Yeah. Sometimes you get mad at him if you want, but I'm not wrong. I don't know. I'm not saying, you know, whatever. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what comes out. We'll see about how Pride Night goes. Let's see if Ron DeSantis is wearing a tutu. Um, but I love it that, uh, you know, Ted Lou. you know, somebody said, pandering to the base with a staged photo, do you really think people are stupid? Apparently you do or you wouldn't have done it. And Ted Lou said, wait, you actually thought there was a possibility that it was totally coincidental that all four of us chose to have Bud Lights and have them face the camera and then send the picture out during the middle of a stupid boycott by MAGA Republicans? Uh, Ted Lieu is an idiot. An absolute... Oh, by the way, since you can see the tweet, there it is, too. I'll show it to you again. That's me reading it. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't read it all the way across the room on the screen, Chris, so you did it right. You did it right. Let's go to Pride Night. Let me look at my calendar. I've, I've gone to the West Hollywood ones before. Oh, I've done that. Those are... Well, they, use, they used to be fun. Now they're just very political. I, uh... Very political. Yeah. They used to be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. I mean, for the record, I, I've been to I've been to numerous drag shows over the years. Yeah. You guys look at me like you're judging me. It's it, <laughs> stuff like that. It was kind of fun until you included kids. It used yeah, it was a good time. I've I talked about Zuby with this once, where it was the oddest shift I've seen in my life is the left used to be the fun ones. Yeah. And now they're just absolutely no fun at all. No. It's so weird. No. I mean, I've been in places like I didn't say, oh, look, there's a drag show across town. Let's get the boys together and go. I've just been places like at a bar and a drag show happened. And I didn't like march out in protest and be like, oh, my God, I'm so offended because I am not offended. Uh, never again, never cared until there were kids involved. Um, and uh, I've been to the, you know, again, my, my agent, my longtime agent in L.A., uh, um, I won't say, I won't say his name. He represents some other people that we know, but he's a big time agent in LA. And, um, I mean, cause I'm big time and he's, uh, I mean, he's gay. I mean, <laughs> never, never, it's, he's gay. No doubt about it. I mean, he's like family to me. We've done a lot of business together. Um, but he was my comedy agent for a long, long time. He's, he's family. Right. And, uh, I've told you this story. We were having breakfast at the Four Seasons out in uh, Hollywood, in uh, Beverly Hills, actually. And, and he said, what hotel are you staying in? And I said, I'm at the Ramada over here in West Hollywood. And I mean, pride flags everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I mean, the, the, whole, the, the hotel is freaking pink. And, and, and it's right next to the, you know, the bars. And he's like, he's like, and I have to do his voice when I do it. He's like, why do you stay there? It's the gayest place in Hollywood. I was like, bro, I mean, I lock the door and don't sleep face down. I'm good, you know? 
But I show up in the cowboy hat. It's like a revival of the village people. I don't pay for any drinks or nothing, dude. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I can, somebody, some dude grabs my ass. It doesn't piss me off. I've had it happen. You know, the gay guys get offended. Like if you don't return the flirtations or if you're there with a buddy or something like that, and you're like, I'm here with my buddy. Uh-huh. Like yeah. they get a little. Well, they want you to be into it. They're trying to have a good yeah. time. Yeah. And I mean, you know, depends on how many Bud Lights I drank. That's true. Hey, look, the one thing about a pride event is you're going to have enough, uh, substances to get you through the <laughs> evening you have a good time yeah there's stuff to sniff and stuff to drink and uh, i used to do events in west hollywood my favorite one is there's this one like bar where they just had a, an entire container of condoms outside of it yeah i was like this is pretty this city's pretty cool when it likes to party but you're right it used to be the fun crowd yeah <clears throat> and now everything's so overly politicized mm-hmm. and like you didn't you didn't think we were going to get to this point but th- th- here's the deal and this is what i tweeted this morning on a serious note i tweeted about i said they're about to have it's it's, it's going to be about pedophilia that's where they're headed they're headed towards the pedos coming out of the shadows and trying to say okay where's our rights now we're already seeing that we saw it with the you know nambla the boy love association thing and um man boy love crap from years ago and now we're seeing the un come out this trying to say okay this is okay um you know it's consensual it can be consensual sex with a minor uh you so you're starting to see this stuff mainstreamed and normalized and that's where they're heading now you could disagree with me and push back all you want but go take a screenshot of my tweet and in fact i said so in the tweet take a screenshot sit back and watch bet it's, it's where it's headed because because if everybody if everybody can come out demanding their so-called rights and i tweeted over the weekend this woman grinding on a duck do you see that a goose like i'm so ashamed of the goose i saw that and i was like this is the weirdest aflac commercial i have ever seen <laughs> i felt yeah i felt so bad for the goose because he was not I know, having man. fun when they go after geico that's gonna be a different deal man <laughs> That's a whole other play with the lizard. Yeah, they're going to legalize bestiality next. <laughs> That's coming too. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I think there's, it was, it was, I forget which country it was, but they <coughs> made it legal as long as the animal didn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were holding that goose down and that girl was grinding on the goose. Which, and a goose just laid there and took it, man. Oh, there are people like, they're making it rain on her. She, yeah. 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 And people are sitting around, kids too, watching this garbage. They're filming it. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's like we talked about last week or maybe may have been on one of the overtime episodes where with every major culture, the last step is sexual deviancy and it's gone and we're here. All right, guys, uh, you know, you got to do business with people you can trust and people who share your values. And uh, I love Texas Superfoods. The founder of Texas Superfoods is a veteran. He is a Texan. Uh, He's a homeopathic doctor. He's committed his life to help people who want to get themselves out of the American medical system and take their health into their own hands. That's why he developed Texas Superfoods. It is a vine-ripe and antioxidant-rich using raw natural fruits and vegetables. It's a great supplement. We all learned during COVID it's important to take care of your immune system. We also learned there's a bunch of crap on the market that tries to fix symptoms to our health issues. The simple truth is that our body, when properly fed, has an amazing ability to ward off and even fight disease. So I'm taking Texas Superfoods. I feel great. I don't worry as much about the diet, you know, these days because Texas Superfood fills in the gaps, man, and your body has what it needs to keep on functioning at your best. So give them a try. I want you to head over to texassuperfoods.com, and we'll be right back. 
right, welcome back. Let me get myself straightened up here. All right, because I want to wax eloquent. I want to talk to you guys for a minute. And I want to start like I usually do <clears throat> by asking you a question. I want to ask you a question. Pretty simple, straightforward question, but the answer might be complex. So here it goes. And I've thought about this in my life. What would you be willing to die for? Who are the people? What are the things in your life that you would willingly lay your own life down to preserve? You know, there's the classic answers like family or liberty. Those pretty much spring to mind immediately. Uh, as Americans, I mean, as human beings acting out the parts of, you know, the dusty old play on the slowly revolving stage of the world, we drift through the pages of a script filled with heroic imaginings based on the sum total of our thriving and God bless history. So in short, the call of liberty has not died out upon the winds of change. It's not perished entirely upon the lips of a new generation arriving to replace the old one. It's not voyaged into that undiscovered country of death just yet, but it is weakened. It wheezes, it gasps, it coughs in our collective consciousness. The fire that once roared inside of an endangered ember glowing against the encroaching blackness of night. So I ask you again, what's worth dying for? What is worth dying for? So when you say family, I believe you because you're human and you're decent and it's wired deeply into us to be willing to lay down our lives for those whom we love. But when you say liberty, I wonder, do we truly know what that word means anymore? Have we lived so long with less and less freedom every day we wake up in the morning that we can no longer truly remember what it means to really be free. Now, the good news might be that all is not lost and there's still time to pull ourselves back from the brink of destruction as a nation and as the most powerful force for good the world has ever known in history. But the bad news might be that we, like the frog sitting in the water that is incrementally turned up to boiling, simply do not see our freedom eroding around all around us and patriotism is great but patriotism for its own sake is a nearly useless shell around whatever's underneath it many people in the soviet union were patriotic many people in nazi germany were patriotic the list goes on and on you see where i'm going now in the united states of america our patriotism will someday mean nothing at all as it will merely be the shroud behind which the true face of evil will reside devouring the minds and souls of the next generation and the next and the next after that so this is the fate that awaits us if we don't throw a rope around this country and steer it back in the direction from whence it came so if freedom is worth dying for what then is freedom now that sounds like a stupid question but indulge me what really is freedom, this thing that you ostensibly are prepared to die for? Is it merely the proposition that the government doesn't exist to tell you what to do? I say no. Freedom isn't merely a concept floating around in the ether, you understand. It's, it's ideo ideological and philosophical and even spiritual to me because most certainly the God who created the heavens and the earth and all that filled it gave us our freedom. Always remember that point. And when the Declaration of Independence says that all men are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, never forget that that, that is our founding fathers declaring that liberty comes from God, not from the government. But freedom is also experiential. And it's that point that I want to really drive home here. 
You can experience freedom in both the passive and the active sense. It is what permits you to choose your own adventure in this life and then to pursue it to the best of your abilities. It's not merely the thing that gives you comparatively little fear that your government is going to imprison you for no reason, which in many places in the world throughout all of history would be considered an extraordinary luxury, but it's also the thing inside of you that can look out the window at your car and you know and realize, hey, I... I could just hop in that bastard, hit the gas, and go wherever the hell I want to go and do whatever the hell I want to do. It's also the force in your life that makes you appreciate your responsibilities. And make no mistake, we do have those. As Uncle Ben always points out to Peter Parker shortly before he got shot, you know, before he dies from being shot, he says, with great power comes great responsibility. And that responsibility, like the freedom that necessarily binds to it, comes from God. So let me sum it up here. I want you to walk away from this little fireside chat we're having with a renewed sense of jaw-dropping awe at the freedom you have as an American. I want you to take time today and in the days to come to marvel at how that freedom permeates your entire existence and the existence of those around you. How it's there even when you're not thinking about it. Constantly a factor in everything you do, everything you say, and perhaps everything you think. And on the heels of that, remember that it absolutely is not free. The phrase is a cliche, I know, but it it got that way because it's true. And hey, I don't want you to die for freedom any more than I want to myself, but we do have to be willing to. And in the meantime, let's take this high-powered appreciation to its logical conclusion and try to work as a force for good in the world and in our country so that the true freedom will last for as long as it possibly can. Uh, You know, I, I was thinking the other day, as we see so many liberties and so many freedoms that are being taken away, um, or at least I should say overreach that's happening that, that limits our ability. Like what, Chad? What, what freedoms are being taken away? Well, you, you can't say just anything you want to say anymore without some kind of consequence being thrown your way in the world in which we live. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, certain words are now. I mean, when it, when last week we talked about certain words making it onto the FBI list for extremist vocabulary. Um, that's dumb. I mean, that, that's dumb. The idea that some word that I use, some word that I say to transfer a, a thought from my brain to yours by using the tool of language is somehow criminalizing me uh, for using a certain way to describe it, that's absolutely insane. So we see certain freedoms that are being stripped. I mean, the idea that the Second Amendment is under attack in the way that it is. Um, and I, I just, all I've ever known all I've ever known, just like everybody else, I mean, any person in any country who's grown up in their country, they can say, well, this is all I've ever known. This is the only way of life I've ever known. But the way of life that I have grown very accustomed to is one in which I can think and speak freely, where I can act freely, where I can you know, behave in a certain way. And, and don't misunderstand me. I still believe that no matter what your life choice is, as long as you're not harming another person by your actions, I believe you should be free to do that. And I've always held to that, whatever you want to call it, if it's a libertarian value, whatever. I just think that, you know, whatever you choose to do in this life as an American, I believe you should be free to do that uh, unless you're harming another individual. Um, You know, call me crazy, but when I hear people like Kamala Harris, who gets up there and gives a speech saying that all these rights are being taken away from all of these subsets of society, I have to push back on that a little bit and say, no, only to the degree that they and their activities or actions and decisions 
are harming other people. Now, I know people could push back and say, well, Chad, maybe you using certain words is going to harm other people. Well, um, that's a little bit different. Um, it, again, sticks and stones, right? But we're having these things pull back, stripped, and if they're not being, if it's not kinetically being done right now, it's at least potentially being done. We're setting a, uh, we're setting a precedence upon which, a foundation upon which these things can be enacted, and we got to be very, very careful with that. So, anyway, I still want to go to Pride Night. I told Kayla we should see if they'll let us expense it to the company and go do yeah, on the go street to Anaheim. Stuff. Yeah. Chance just walked in the room. Chance, you want to go to Pride Night in Disneyland? Come Let's on, go. Hell yeah, dude. Company trip. Let's go. We can get some content. Just go have some fun with it. Oh, the man on the street stuff, you could probably get at that because there are going to be some weird folks at that Oh, they want to sure. talk, too. Oh, yeah. They want to talk. They, they, they come out, literally. Oh, yeah. 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 Which characters are going to come out, you think? <laughs> They're going to have to have at least yeah. one or two gay ones for that, right? Yeah, you'll see a lot of little Mickey Mouses. Uh, you know, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. And I want to know if you're prepared for things to get worse. True freedom, as we talked about, it comes from self-reliance. And that means having certain things on hand, like emergency food. I want you to invest in your food foundation with a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories a day, which is what you need for energy during tough times. Get the breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food is delicious. Get it. Try it. You'll love it. Stock up on it. The whole family's going to love it. Believe me. You can order it today and get a free check this out gravity powered alexa pure pro water filtration system that's that's valued at almost 300 bucks and that's a bonus so you need to order that okay with this offer you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis your three-month kit and free alexa pure pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included so don't let this emergency food offer from my patriot supply pass up you need to act today go to mypatriotsupply.com that is mypatriotsupply.com and we'll be right back Have y'all ever looked at the list of, of um, companies that sponsor Dylan Mulvaney? The dude's getting, he's lucrative. Lucrative deal. Uh, Aritzia Cerave, is that how you say that? Cerave, Crest, House Labs, Instacart, K18 Hair, Kate Spade, Kind Snacks, you know the bars? KitchenAid, Ole Hendrickson, Rent the Runway. Ulta Beauty. I'm going to tell CJ, no more Rent the Runway for her. You know what Rent the Runway is? You don't have to go buy these nice dresses for like formal events. It's fantastic. It's always been a great service. Um, and so she gets these beautiful dresses and then you just use them and then you send them back. You know, rather than buy a $2,000 dress, you can rent one for 120 bucks or something. It's a pretty cool deal. Um, what are we going to talk about? Let's see. Pete Buttigieg. We talked about this on the News and Why It Matters yesterday. And he sat down with Reverend Al Sharpton. And this is like Reverend Al Sharpton, who still owes the IRS $4 million. Uh, but they look like two turtles talking. If you look at this, play the, play the clip. 
We've got a crisis when it comes to roadway fatalities in America. We lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities, black and brown Americans, tribal citizens and rural residents much more likely (laughs) to lose their lives, whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related to uh, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street design (laughs) that's got crosswalks and good lighting? Who doesn't have that access? That can drive disparities. And we have a, a responsibility to act on that. What is this white boy talking about? Oh, it's so bad when Al Sharpton's looking at you, just like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Just, just all screwed up in that face, you know, like giving his—I call it the Stephen A. Smith, you know. Just you, you know, how bad it has to be when Al Sharpton's like, "Wait, you're saying racism is why why people are getting hit with cars?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. If you're black, you got a better chance of getting hit by a car. That's insane. When Al Sharpton won't buy into a race grift, you know you've gone way too far. <laughs> Black and brown people, it's the way the roads are made. It's actually, well, I mean, you know, we rebuilt the hoopty, but it didn't have seat belts. You know? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, you know, it's it's also possible that if you're rioting in the street and they drive the car through the middle of it, you might get hit. Like, that increases your possibilities, too. Yeah, if you're too, at a BLM so. rally, maybe you're going to get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. they're starting to come up with such absurd things to blame on racism that, like, there's not even a throughput anymore. At least no. there used to be bad logic. Now there's just none. No. And I've seen the people who push back against, you know, I've made fun of this before, and people push back and say, oh, but the, the roads are, and I, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I get it. Uh, but, uh, oh, John Fetterman's back. Thank God. Pennsylvania was on the precipice of destruction without the leadership of John Fetterman. Now, I don't know if this is the real John Fetterman, but uh, play the clip there. He's coming back. Senator John Fetterman, Pennsylvania advantage of this amazing opportunity to the only thing you have stand to lose is your record get it in thank you so much that's uh, that's i mean i'm highly motivated right now was that- i mean you know fetterman they had the clip of him getting out of the car walking over you know they're so glad he's back and he's he's got the giant hoodie on and his basketball shorts and his little stick legs and uh, as as we've the ensemble that we've come to know as John Fetterman, and I'm so happy that he's back. Uh, just wow. Have y'all looked at any of those side by side pictures though? I mean, I, I like I see this stuff and I'm like, okay, who's doctoring this stuff up? Like, I saw a clip the other day of Joe Biden where he's scratching the back of his head and it's like latex that kind of people are like, oh my god, it's a person wearing a Joe Biden mask. Y'all trying hard, man. I mean, y'all really try hard. And, and I appreciate you for the entertainment value of it. But I don't think we're using doppelgangers here. We've, uh, we've had too much Hollywood in our life. Um, just, just let the idiot suffice for being himself, okay? And trust me when I tell you, this, he's an idiot. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. I don't know. I, I wish we had a still shot of, of that picture of Al Sharpton. 
if 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 over there you guys while you're flying the mothership if y'all could just you know get me a still shot of that picture of the reverend al shopton <laughs> oh there he is look at it i mean he's trying to tune in right he's trying to figure out what the hell pete Buttigieg is saying and you know, Buttigieg is like, oh, he's so excited that he has a number. Like, these are almost gun violence numbers. 40,000 people die in traffic accidents. Uh, no shit. Really? Wow. Uh, hey, just know that if I have a wreck today and die, 100%, I identify as a black man or a brown man, whichever. They're interchangeable now. <laughs> chad's brake pads yeah chad's brake pads <laughs> we we need to do more chad pad stuff uh guys cleaning guns is one of those necessary hassles in your life uh, it's a dirty job you hate to do it but you got to do it the patches get a little messy they're not very efficient and sometimes you use the bore rope you know that you pull that bore snake through there and it hides the dirt you don't know if your gun's clean or not so fortunately I found these guys, and they are a better solution, and it's called Barrel Buddy. So Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of the gun's barrel, you see, and you, you take the rod there, and you push the Barrel Buddy through there with your, uh, with your cleaner, and it's going to clean the rifling grooves. Now, we show you this video here with the glass tube so you see exactly how it pushes the residue and the dirt and just the stuff that's left over. And they make seven different sizes of Barrel Buddy, so it'll match any caliber firearm that you own. And Barrel Buddy is composed of polymers that don't leave behind the residual particles, so it's safer, too. And that's an amazing concept, especially when you're talking about your guns. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates, and then it absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. So you can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it. Cleaning your gun is really important. It's a, it's a major step in being a responsible gun owner, and Barrel Buddy is a totally new concept. Nobody else is doing it. It's a better way to take care of your firearm. So if you care about your guns, and I believe you do, I want you to go get some Barrel Buddy today. I guarantee you're going to love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, give us a wide shot of the mothership here. James Polis, he just popped in, and you're going to be with us tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. It, it never ends. There's a lot of stuff to get into. That's right. These days. and uh, But I'm excited about that. And uh, it was Wednesday. It's hump day. What could go wrong? Who knows? So it's tomorrow's episode's going to be on fire. Uh, guys, don't forget, I am going to be uh, there in the woodlands at Dosi Do. Come out and see us. It's a syndicated radio show. You can have dinner. We're going to put on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is tomorrow night. And then, of course, I'm going to be at 2920 Roadhouse in uh, Hockley, Texas on Saturday night. Go to chadpratherlive.com and get some tickets. Come hang out. Let's have a little fun this weekend. And don't forget to support the parallel economy whenever you have the opportunity to do so. And we continue to give these lists of folks that you need to be supporting out there. They uh, love our country. They love our values. And they're the people that need to be successful uh, because of people like you. So don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save on an annual subscription. And uh, do not miss our overtimes. Wade Trimmer is with me again this week and uh, got great responses from the last episode. So make sure that you tune in for that and tell your family and friends about it as well. Chris, Kayla, George, Brandon, 
you guys are nuts james we're gonna have fun tomorrow we're gonna do it and uh just know that we love you guys we appreciate you and uh we're here for you man thank you for supporting independent broadcasting and we'll keep doing what we do we love you god bless you talk to you tomorrow bye Thank you.